the way that we're managing our lands right now is is you know kind of what's gotten us into this catastrophic wildfire um, scenario you know not to mention climate change Hi, I'm Issa, reporting for Climate Justice Network. Today we're hearing an interview with some of the members of the Wagon Burners. This is the first episode of three, focused on the organ-based cultural burn group. We had some, some talk and debate about it, um, and we settled on the name Wagon Burners. And um, I think we want to burn down that rhetoric of you know, folks wanting to worship this idea of a history that didn't actually happen, you know, and recognize the reality that, like, Native people, uh, despite many horrible, horrible things, are still here. We're still here, and we're still tending to our land, you know, and that's really important. Yeah, uh, my name is Jesse Kidd. Um, I'm an enrolled member of the Chinook Indian Nation. I also use she, her pronouns. Hey, I'm Bo Johnson. Um, I'm a part of the Wagon Burners um, Burn Crew, and I'm an enrolled Celeste Tribal member. Hey, I'm Dean. Um, yeah, I'm Navajo and uh, Wallapai. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. My first podcast, so this is cool. Howdy, y'all. My name is Jay Biles. I use he, him pronouns. I am a descendant of the Sixes people of the Rogue River and the Chinook people of the Columbia River. And I'm a Siletz tribal member. And I'm really happy and honored to be a part of um, the Wagon Burners, which is an eco-cultural burn crew. And I'm a member of them, yeah. Currently, our crew is comprised of six people. We work 40 hours a week. We show up every day and, and get out there working together. We've had so much training, of course, but like we, we, we got those trainings done so we could get fire on the ground, you know? We, we get the, the regular suppression knowledge and training, um, but we also get prescribed fire and, and cultural relevant training. There's a lot of planning that goes in and um, kind of using these systems um, to get permission to put fire in the ground. Every single angle needs to be looked at and considered. And I think people don't realize that about prescribed burns. It's like thousands of hours of planning goes into each burn. A lot of the sites that we have the privilege of putting fire down on come out of years of relationship building. 90% of the Willamette Valley is privately owned. And so the reality is, is that if we want to get fire back on the land, a big part of this whole planning and going into things is creating relationships with landowners. I would say in general, there's, there's a burn season or a burn window. So here in the Willamette Valley, it's usually in the fall, that's the best time to burn. In the fall, that's when we do our broadcast burns, which is like a big field, whether it's like um, grassland or like oak savanna, prairie. Um, Wintertime, a lot of burn piling. Well, is it spring? Yeah, we're doing a lot of seeding, a lot of um, burn piles instead of broadcast burning. 
it's been so humbling to go to all these spots that we did burn and seed and see all this life and like wild flowers coming in and it's cool like seeing the land remember fire and seeing it remember and and reacting in such a positive good way when we're gonna put fire on the ground we take time to like discuss how every day how we think that that should best look and like provide people space to to pray and to offer songs or medicine or whatever feels most appropriate you know we try and make sure that the people like lighting the first you know putting the first flames down are folks that are either from that territory originally or you know nearest nearest to um because we focus on cultural burning and not really well it is prescribed burning but we do cultural burning. We went to a training not too long ago, and we weren't able to do a burn our way, you know, um, have a little, um, you know, cultural aspect to it. There, like, we didn't have time to pray or any of that special stuff that we, that, um, we hold, you know, close to us. We try and hold ceremony at test fire which is the initial you know, fire that we light to make sure that everything looks good. And when we set those intentions with everyone around, um, I think it solidifies the importance of the work that we're doing. A little bit of good smoke can prevent a lot of really bad smoke. Let's take a deep breath right before we get fire on the ground. You know, let's, um, let's, let's really be in our bodies and present in this moment, you know, and be knowing what we're doing. Something I like to say is fire is step zero in creating a relationship with the land, right? You're you're clearing it out for new growth. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of a, a opportunity for rebirth in this spot and that you're connecting with. Thank you for listening. You can follow along with the Wagon Burners on their Instagram at wagon underscore burners. Thank you to Kai and Michelle for help on the episode. And once again, a big thanks to the whole Wagon Burners crew. Make sure to check out the rest of our three-part series. This is Climate Justice Network. Thank you for listening.